This is an RNZ podcast. It's uh, about 7.30, <laughs> Friday the 13th of October. I'm repacking the pack. I just can't believe how overweight my pack is. It's literally been keeping me awake <laughs> in the last couple of nights. I do not think I've ever felt this amount of nerves before a theatre show, before anything else I've ever done. I'm starting to <laughs> feel way too real. All right. Let's carry on with the packing. I'm hoping this is a sensible thing to be trying to do. I just know I have to, I have, to have a go. I seem to be around about 84 kg. I think before I started training, I was around 88. And I'm on uh, anticoagulants. I had open heart surgery just under two years ago. It was discovered that I had an aneurysm above my heart. So my heart was actually an okay neck. Blood pressure's all good, etc. It's always been really good. But totally discovered by chance, no symptoms or anything. They saw this aneurysm on my ascending aorta. I've got pictures if you'd like to see them. So I, I truly have no idea if I will complete it. The, the people I've met who have walked the trail seem to have a confidence in me. So we're about five minutes from Cape Rienga to the car park. I'm with my daughter, Francesca, and my mother, Koei. How are you feeling about this, Mother? I'll, I'll let you know how I'm feeling about it. Well, I thought you could have done it a few years ago. I wasn't sure, but now I see how you've thought it well thought out, so hopefully it'll be all right. <laughs> I'll think of you often. <laughs> where, is it? where are you now? <laughs> how come you didn't order a nice day for us? It's, we're enshrouded in mist. We've just been driving through rain almost non-stop from Kerikeri to uh, Cape Reinga. There's a nice little breeze blowing out there too, so it's, uh, it's going to be a little bit of an auspicious start to the next five months. So it's 11.21 on Saturday the 14th of October 2017. And it has officially begun. I have uh, commenced my through walk of Tararoa. I don't know uh, quite how long. We've probably been going, uh, I don't know, th three quarters of an hour maybe. Haven't got very far because I've been stopping taking a few photos. And my mate Andy, who's with me for the first three days, he's taken a little bit of video footage but we've <coughs> walked off the uh, the main tourist pathway down to Te Rerenga Wairua and we're coming down to Te Werahi Beach and suddenly it's like oh wow this is glorious and as you wind around on the path you go into these areas of stillness and calmness and then you step out into a slightly more exposed area and there's the wind but uh, already we now have the constant sound of the surf 
and that's going to be uh, my companion for four days. Absolutely bloody love it. So here we are, um, and uh, I saw the other day a, a cyclist along the far end of Te Onirua Tohe, 90 mile, and here's the second one, and you are loaded up, mate. How long have you been going? This is John Kiwi. He's biking along 90 mile beach. I've uh, been on the road two and a half months uh, from Nelson up to Cape Reinga, back down to Bluff, and then back up to Nelson. Serious? So, so you're doing? You'll do twice the length I'll of the do country. Twice the length of the country. Um, yep, two thousand two hundred eighty-four k so far. So yeah, it'll be double that pretty much. So, so, and what's the purpose of the of the journey? Like for you, you know, walking uh, to Aroa for me, I'm taking some of my father and brother's ashes home to Stewart Island, where we were born, fourth generation. I used to crayfish off Cape Ring with my father and brother, so it's a, like a personal thing like that, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens to me as a, as a person. What, what's your purpose? Um, as you get older, um, you know, my kids have left home and I've been separated a few years, and I really, once you get to my age, like I'm 54, and I want to learn what actually happened up here, you know, and I, I, I want to sort of take that in. And on top of that as well, it's just such a beautiful country that we just got to get out and see it. You are loaded up. How much gear have you got? Uh, pretty much self-contained. The only thing I haven't got is a toilet. <laughs> but uh, it's about 100 kgs on the back wheel with me on it. Wow. So, Any, I, anything I, you want to say to people out there about what you're doing, what I'm yeah, doing? Yeah, do, actually. Yeah, get out and do it and stop dumping rubbish everywhere. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, yeah no, it's not good, eh? It's, you know, if you look at it now, what's it going to be like in 10 years' time? So, leaving behind further and further some of my history, my history with my, my mother and father. As I, say, I think I've alluded to, I never lived up here in uh, Hauhora, but I was up here when I was crayfishing with my father or coming up for a holiday with my mum and dad, bring the kids up, Tom, Joe and Francesca, and the grandkids, Charlie. Some of the experiences I've had up this way, cray fishing with my dad, chugging through the, the gap between the headland of Cape Mariah Van Diemen and the island early in the morning to, we knew the seas had been big, calm, but, but high, big high tides, which causes a lot of swell around that area. Now the crew member and I, we got sent up the bow by Dad about five in the morning. Just checked that there was no white water in the gap before we steamed through. No white water, about 15 minutes we're up there. Could see the white water on the beach breaking. So come back inside, as soon as we get inside, the old man yells out, hold on! And we take the first of these three ways, just wall of water rises up in front of us and smashes down on the boat and uh, followed by another and after the second one the plate glass windows at the bow of the boat in front of the wheelhouse one of them breaks washes Gary he's sitting he's just sat down literally just sat down in front of it and uh, he gets washed down and he's scooting out the door covered in glass I'm in the doorway braced so managed to help stop him going out the, the wheelhouse door. And then another wave, three of them. 
And then dead calm. Just absolutely bizarre. We were on a list. Everything was misplaced on the back deck. It was a bit of mayhem, but just very happy to come out of that one alive. So here we are. First night. Tucked up in my uh, little microlight tent. And um, the sound of the Tasman Sea. Just constant roar. <laughs> I left the fly of my tent open and the fly of the little capsule inside so that when I finally started trying to get myself sorted in here as the evening came, full of mosquitoes. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the evening plays out. Me and the mozzies sleeping together. Well, they won't be sleeping. They'll be trying to dine. One little twist this evening. Went for a walk along the beach. Twilight Beach. And discovered ambergris. So going to have a, a little bit of an extra load. <laughs> Just what I need with an overloaded pack as it is. But uh, enough ambergris to warrant taking it home. If you don't know what ambergris is, you'll have to look it up. And so it begins. Good night. Kaora, here we are. I don't know how far we are along uh, to Te Oniroa Otohi, but um, we have come across a family out on Sunday, uh, having a damn fine day it looks like, and here's Phyllis, who has just come over and given some tour tours to us. Very cool, man. How often do you pippies. get out? Pippies, pippies, sorry. <laughs> tour tours are illegal to collect, oh, well, Tohiroa, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So just collecting some pippies today as the kids are hungry for them and gonna make a soup and some fry bread. Just thought you'd want to feed. Yeah, thank you so much, eh? Like that, I think that officially makes you what's called a trail angel, Phyllis. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Yeah. Is that kind of the spirit of the north? You reckon the far north? I'd say so. A lot of people like to give. Yeah. Do you do uh, do you do fritters at all? P pippy oh, fritters. Yeah. Pippy fritters. Yeah. Soups. Raw. They love them raw. Yeah. Garlic butter, yeah. yeah. Oh man, Phyllis, honestly, that was so cool of you to come and uh, ask us if we wanted pippies. Thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome, and I wish you the best of luck on your journey. As you can probably ascertain, I'm a, like my family are talkers. We can all be talking at the same time, no one listening. I've been in a room with my family and I've shut up because I, I witnessed it, all six of us. And I shut up, and then there were at least two of them talking to me. And this was unbelievable. So I'm really looking forward to shutting up and and just uh, seeing what happens in my mind. Another random musing. We bipeds, we're, we're very lucky, really. We're really fortunate. It, it eradicates um, a lot of decision-making that must go on with the quadrupeds, which is, I, I'm assuming, might be the the name for animals with four legs because 
it'd be a hell of a hurry going to be quite complicated deciding which leg to place next, which leg to move. Whereas us humans, we there is no choice. That leg goes in front. Which leg comes next? Oh, the other one. Yeah, one foot in front of the other. What? 3,000 kilometres? Bugger off. Just bizarre kind of start to day three. It's almost bloody midday, 11.20. Just left Maunganui Bluff, um, 90 Mile Beach, which isn't 90 miles. Who, the, who named that? Can we please research who named 90 Mile Beach, 90 Mile Beach? Because they were full of crap. It's about 90k, 90 kilometres is the true length, apparently, around that. So, what the hell? But anyway, I'm starting day three. You know what? This is real. This is real. I'm doing this bugger. It's, it's just non-stop beach now. There's no features to look at ahead to see if you're getting any closer. Um, the island, Matapia, that was a feature yesterday. So you saw that when you started on the beach and it was like, is it getting closer? Is it getting closer? Yes, it is. It is. It is. I'm getting somewhere. Today, none of that. And no ambergris. And I'm flagging the whole ambergris hunt. I was carrying about 7 kilo, 8 kilo on top of my 17 kilo pack of this stuff that I thought was ambergris. And Ron, who happened to drive up with his pig dogs in his ute to Manganui Bluff yesterday <laughs> and who's him and Lynn's place I stayed at last night he managed to dispel that straight away I asked him about ambergris and he said I bet you haven't <laughs> and he took one look at it and went nah that's not ambergris mate that's not ambergris and he opened it up and sure enough it wasn't there was no black in there it was Oh man, so my pack today feels wondrous. 30 kilometers today, toes are feeling good. There was, ooh, I thought I was in for some good blisters. All right, I could keep raving all day, I probably, but um, yep, it's underway, man. My father, my brother, they're coming home. Shut up, Bruce. Okay. Goodbye. The Long Way Home is produced by Bruce Hopkins and Justin Gregory. The executive producer is Tim Watkin and the engineer is Adrian Holley. You can subscribe to every episode of The Long Way Home podcast at iTunes or at radionz.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, please rate us. That way more people get to hear about these stories. Now, if you go to the Long Way Home webpage at rnz.co.nz, you'll find an interactive map that follows Bruce Hopkins as he walks to Aotearoa. Bruce is also on Twitter, at Bruce Hop, so get in touch if you've got tips, questions, or can offer him a bed, a meal, or a hot shower along the way. You can also email him at thelongwayhome at radionz.co.nz. 
If you're a fan of stories about New Zealand, then subscribe to Eyewitness, RNZ's podcast about New Zealanders at moments of history. You can listen to the time Manchester United football team took on a team of Auckland amateurs on a muddy rugby league ground, or hear from the man who sacrificed his own career in politics to pull New Zealand out of its greatest constitutional crisis. And in exactly one week's time, we'll hear again from Bruce Hopkins as he navigates the deep, dense, dark forests of Northland. That's the long way home. Whenua, whakapapa, whānau. Follow us.